Hello and welcome to Social Media Weekly episode 29, September 2021. Social Media Weekly is brought to you by Virtual Palace Marketing, rehumanizing your marketing experience. My name is Sean. And I'm Jay. This week's news, Facebook reacts to, quote, Facebook files reveal. Facebook files is like X-Files, but <laughs> even, but it's real. So a couple of weeks ago, the Wall Street Journal published what was popularly, popularly labeled as the Facebook files which revealed various social impacts the giant social network has on its users. So the gist of the files are as follows. Number one, uh, Facebook has a system in place which subjects high-profile users to a different review process than regular users. We all know that. Number two, Facebook commission studies have repeatedly found that Instagram can be harmful, uh, can have harmful mental health impacts on users. We already know that as well. Number three, Facebook's, quote, family and friends algorithm update in 2018, designed to reduce angst on the platform, actually increased division. We all knew that as well. Number four, uh, Facebook is not doing enough to address potential harms it's causing in developing nations. Yeah, we all know that. And the last one is anti-vaccine activists have used Facebook to sow doubt and spread fear about the COVID-19 vaccine development. Anything you don't know about this? I mean the last one I did not I, I thankfully I did not came across any anti-vaxxers. Thank you for okay. thankfully. <laughs> I think I think it's because you're not an anti-vaxxer. So huh. I want you to try to do something. Try to look up for anti-vaccination content. Okay. And then you will realize how much of it will start to come up for you. So how Facebook and Instagram works is they put us in an echo chamber. That means the more we see the more it shows us of what we want to see. All right. So then it comes to a point where we don't see anything that we don't agree with. And, and then we think that the entire world agrees with us. And if all of a sudden someone says, I don't agree with you, and you're like, whoa, what is this? I cannot accept this. <laughs> you're, you're not agreeing with me? That's unacceptable. Can, have you seen the news? Then he's like, what news? All the news I see is anti-vax news. And you're like, no, all the news I see is pro-vaccination news. So we are not fed the same, same content. The more we see, the more Facebook shows us what we want to see. So that is the problem with Facebook. So let's continue. None of these reports are, were new. Uh, as marketers, we are very clear what that has been going on for a long time. But it does help that there is an official report right now on this. Uh, yeah, finally, we know that we're not crazy. As a result, Facebook late last week committed to reduce the reach of some content which it deemed inappropriate for its users. They are, number one, ad farms, which are posts that contain links to ad-riddled pages purely designed to boost traffic numbers. Oh yeah, that, those are so bad. Second one is uh, click, clickbait links, which are misleading posts designed to lure clicks. The third one are comments that are likely to be reported or hidden which are comments that Facebook predict people are likely to hide or report based on past insight. I think this is a bit of a problem because if I don't like, uh, I don't like a comment because it challenges my opinion, it doesn't make it bad, right? Yep. It makes it a discussion. All right. So I think this is this one is a bit of a problem. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> the next one is engagement bait, which are folk, which are posts that explicitly request engagement e.g. shares, comments, or likes for the purpose other than specific call to action. Like, um, you see those kind of posts where it says, thumbs up if you one like, like it. Or, <laughs> one you like know, for one or, prayer. <laughs> or, 
or thumbs up if you like uh, A and heart if you like blue, those kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah, those those will be those will be wiped out. I mean, hopefully will be wiped out because I don't like this kind of content anyway. Mm-hmm. And the next one is linked to suspected cloaking domains, which are domains that disguise their destination by concealing the name of the landing page or website address, seeking to bypass Facebook's review process. So there are a lot of domains that are not proper words like um like 2a.co. you know all a bunch of mm-hmm. words so because they are not real real proper domains um facebook cannot do a review process on them because the, the ai doesn't work like that so now what facebook is doing is facebook is saying if you have address like that we're going to throw it out so the problem we're going to have is bitly addresses or shortened addresses so shortened addresses are used to well, I guess shorten the website, right? If you have a lot of like long words and everything. So will that get caught in this or will it not? We don't know once until we deactivate this thing. So it's going to be a long one, so bear with me. Next one is links to websites requesting unnecessary user data. Uh, This includes sites that request personal information before showing content. Makes sense. Um, next one is low quality browsing experience, which are websites with errors or poor mobile display. If you are a business um, and you have a website and your website is old and your website has an old, uh, a very poor mobile display, you need to give us a call to upgrade your website pronto. We here. One call away. <laughs> one call away. Let's come. <laughs> okay, next one. Low quality comments. Uh, Facebook system will downgrade comments that include no words, i.e. just a username tag and or cut and pasted text blocks. You know how sometimes when people, they want to tag you in the post and they just tag you without writing anything? At least write yeah. a ha, 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 ha. So the chances of of it being seen is higher. I mean, like, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I'm one of them. I mean, I just tag my friends and like, bro, there's a reason why I'm tagging you. It's funny, so check it out. You know, that's it. I'm not going to leave it. I'm just going to let, that is for me to know and for you to find out. So that's why I don't leave any comments. <laughs> but so, it's a bad, I mean, like, at least should leave something out. Lah. I think I'll start, I'll start doing that. Yeah. I'll start doing that. Like, just say, haha, check it out. You like it. <laughs> because, because moving forward, nobody will see those kind of content. Right. So, okay. Next one. Low quality events. Facebook will reduce the reach of event listing that are incomplete or are from pages that have shown signs of inauthentic behavior. So if you run a lot of events, so this is one thing that you should focus on. Low quality videos. Videos posted as live broadcast, which Facebook predicts to be static animated looping, polls only or pre-recorded, as well as static images uploaded as videos with no dynamic audio. All right. So there is a way to post um, a video as live podcast, live broadcast, uh, but it is kind of misleading if you don't broadcast broadcast it live and then you show that it's a live broadcast. You know, you can put a little sticker on top or something like that. So Facebook is going to uh, clamp down on those kind of people. If it's live, means it's live. If it's not live, it's not live, right? If it's a video, it's a video. If it's not a video, it's not a video. Yeah. If it's static, it's static. It's not static, it's not static. So let's, let's just keep it very clean here. So there is no misleading part in this. Okay, last two. Pages predicted to be spam. Pages Facebook predict may be operating malware and or phishing scams. The last one, sensationalist health content and commercial health posts, including aims for miracle cures and posts attempting to sell products or services based on health-related claims. 
eat this every day for the next 10 years and you will live forever. That won't ha- that won't yeah, downright that won't work. Bull poo poo. You know, we try to keep it we try to keep it PG to uh, PG 13, you know. Don't don't bull so, poo. You know, this is on I guess I guess the gist of it is this, right? Facebook is saying let's all be honest people and do and run an honest business. Not try not to con anybody and try not to be misleading and you don't want to be if 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 you don't want to buy something like okay, how should I, uh, how should I phrase phrase this? If you don't like to be scammed into buying something you don't want, then don't, don't do scam it to, onto other people. Correct. <laughs> don't That's be a scammer. Different. Don't be a scammer. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> the walks away. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh. Up next, Clubhouse lets us wave friends uh, to start a room. Clubhouse has been losing news traction lately since it exited uh, open beta and allowed everyone into the app. Just a few days ago, it released a small update to keep us talking, which is a function that lets us wave at our friends to start a chat room. So like, you wave at somebody and like, you have a whole room. Kind of cool. Okay. Uh, we are also, uh, we are, also able to wave at a few people at the same time and Clubhouse will automatically bring everyone into the same room if they agree. So if you don't agree, guys, you're just going to be in the the same room or probably you just won't be in any room at all, I guess. And the chat rooms is private to begin with uh, and can be open for public if the moderator chooses to open it. If they do not want to open it, it'll it'll just remain private forever unless he opens it. You know, um, while, while Clubhouse is still seeing a strong 700,000 active rooms per day, it, it isn't growing at the rate it was before. And this is concerning from the bottom line. Perhaps being a simple app, it has reached its capacity and needs to add new functionality. Uh, what do you think, Sean? Do you think they should? I think so. Um, well, this is actually a it's a tough thing, right? Um, there is value in having simplicity in doing just one thing and doing yeah. that very well, right? But the problem is it feels as if Clubhouse has reached a peak. Um, India is growing, but India is the mm-hmm. final market which many people think that Clubhouse is growing in. And after India reaches um, uh, you know, maximum adoption, there is nothing else for Clubhouse. That's it, Right? So what are they going to do? They're going to add more features. When they add more features, there are more things that you can do there Then therefore more people will stay in there or they can stay as their, stay in their core business and remain as what it is and be very good at it and keep a smaller group of people and those who like it will continue to stay on. Kind of like Snapchat. Snapchat doesn't have a very, they don't have a lot of functionality, but yep. what it's good at is very good at it. And the people who continue to use Snapchat are always there. So there is no growth. Yeah, I mean, like if you're, you're a Snapchat user, I, I'm sure like you are a Snapchat user, right? Yeah, I'm a Snapchat user. See, and you still use it as well, right? Yes. So mm-hmm. like, I mean, like you have that sort of loyalty, but like somebody new, like for me, I have never used Snapchat to be honest. And I mean, like with the new things that are coming up with, I did it did spark some sort of interest in me, but uh, still thinking about it, uh, it depends on the mood. <laughs> so the question with the question with you now, Jay, is are you still on Clubhouse? Yes, I am on Clubhouse. And I have tried this feature and it's very nice. 
it is it is and way much you, more convenient <laughs> right you just wave at a bunch of people and if everybody's uh, all good then they just get into a room right and yeah yeah and the best part about it it's not a public room so it's a private room so you can just if let's just say you want to have a personal conversation with someone i guess this is a easier way to instead of going yeah. out from the room and like creating a whole new room yeah so yeah Okay, so to continue with that, uh, one of the many functions being worked on by the company is clips, uh, where users can capture the last 30 seconds of the room and let every, anyone in the room share it. Um, what do you think about this, Sean? Like, I think it's good because I think shareability helps bring more, uh, create curiosity and curiosity brings more people into the app. Um, I think the problem with Clubhouse is the biggest problem with Clubhouse is it cannot go viral because everything that happens live and once it's over, it's over. You can't bring it out and you can't do anything about it. So it is both a plus point and it's both a boon and a bane for, um, for Clubhouse. This is one of the reasons why Clubhouse cannot grow because it's hard for their content to grow viral because nobody shares them. It can't be yeah. shared because it's live, right? And if you share it, it becomes a very bad thing because like, oh, Clubhouse is all supposed to be, you know, PNC kind of thing. Why are you sharing the content out? Yes, exactly. That's what I was thinking about as well. Why? Um, because Clubhouse, um, usually you have some certain conversations and people always are concerned whether are you being recorded or stuff like that. Yes, so exactly. So that's why I'm just wondering how are they going to adapt to this? How are they planning to do this? And so, yeah. yeah. So this is this is the issue now. When you when you enable these clips, what happens is the good thing is you get to show other people who are not in Clubhouse what's happening, right, in Clubhouse. But the bad thing is, people are worried that they will have their clips recorded at any time. So that's going to be a that's going to be a struggle that Clubhouse needs to needs to work around. Hmm. All right. I guess I. Clubhouse, watch it. Um, be careful. Privacy. Uh, Google and Facebook has been getting it. You don't want to be next. <laughs> and it, it's tough to be Clubhouse right now, lah. Like, you know, that's just that's just the fact of it. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Instagram shelves kids the gram. This is actually uh, moving on from the first article that we talked about the uh, Facebook files. <laughs> anyway, okay, Kidstagram is actually Instagram for kids. So we'll call it Kidstagram because it sounds better than Instagram for kids. After what happened with Facebook files, Instagram thought it wouldn't be a good time to keep going with Instagram for kids. This was from an announcement made by Instagram CEO Adam Mosseri. He went on to explain that Instagram for kids was not meant for children, rather for tweens, which is which are people aged between 10 to 13. Uh, previously, experts highlighted the physiological The psychological harm that can be caused by Instagram, which may not be removed on the kids' app, because these harms were caused by the very essence of the app itself. Okay, let's talk about this, right? Instagram is famous for um, posting stuff, having people like your content, and getting all happy because people like your content. Yep. Right, and trying to catch people's attention, and try to look as beautiful as possible. And trying yeah. to mm-hmm. to pretend that you are way better than you actually are, right? So that's what Instagram is. If we were to bring in Kidstagram, what would they remove that will remove all these harms, the psychological harms that people have been facing, the adults have been facing? What will they remove from the kids version? They won't remove the liking, because right. that is the essence of Instagram. 
they won't remove the posting photos because that is the essence of Instagram as well. They cannot, they cannot protect the kids from posting photos of them trying to look cool, dress nice, bring expensive stuff, show off their life and all that kind of stuff. They can't do that because that's the essence of Instagram. Yep. Right. So from, from the expert's point of view, this is the problem. Herein lies the problem. You can have Instagram or Kidstagram, but because the essence is the same, everybody will be subjected to the same psychological harm. Crap. Like, I, I, still think, I still think kids should just stick with the books, you know. Isn't like, no, stick with the books. <laughs> but there is a counter argument as well. Kids are saying, if you expose us early to this, this world, we will know how to control and discipline ourselves better. The reason why the adults are getting caught in this is because they didn't grow up with this world. All right. It's a culture shock to them. They don't know how to manage it. But if as kids, they know how to manage it from young, then they will know, I can do this, I can do that. Let's go back to gaming. When we were kids, our parents hated us gaming because they think that we will waste our entire lives away for games. I mean, like, right? you look at a lot of C games people now, yo, they're earning big bucks. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about C games, but like gaming as in like computer gaming. Like right? young time. Yeah. So uh, uh, computer, PC gaming, PlayStation gaming and things like that, right? So they always think that when we play a lot of games, we waste our life away. Instead of studying, we play games. So now we are adults and we know how to manage our gaming time because we know what is important. Right, and the adults now, the 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 older people like my mom, she goes, she spends hours and hours and hours playing games, and it's crazy. <laughs> she won't stop because why? She didn't grow up learning how to manage her time around games, and you know. So I guess this is just a sample size of one, but I also believe that a lot of other older older people are having problem, um, you know, quitting gaming as well. So that's that's. I guess just one of But the... you do have a very fair point though, which is, you know, kids at a young age learning how to actually adapt to this. I mean, like probably you can't expect to, you can't expect a kid to like go out there and like be a master or something immediately. It takes time. It takes learning progress, you know? So I guess um, probably, yeah, it, it will be good for, kid, for kids to have Instagram, to get used to it. And then later on, maybe moving into Instagram in the far mm. future, I guess. Mm-hmm. That that well, sounds, I think that sounds alright. Doesn't sound that bad. Yeah. Either way, it's up to the parents to decide. Then. Alright, Amma Pa will take the decision first. <laughs> <laughs> alright. Next, uh, TikTok reaches one billion users. Congratulations, TikTok. Oh yeah. Confetti <laughs> Finally. <laughs> all right uh one billion active users is a good milestone for any app and tiktok has joined the club despite almost being banned in the u.s and actually being banned in its second largest market india while it while it still needs to build an equitable and profitable business uh, it clear it's clear that the app Apps format is a, phenom- a phenomenon among social media users worldwide. So much so that other platforms are trying hard to copy its formula. I'm not going to mention names. I'm just going to say one thing. It starts with an I, ends with an M. It's not I am. 
you know there's one company you guys all don't know i don't know what to say really i Sean, do you know do you know if you know you I, know you know i think the don't product say, is, don't say it don't say it starts it. with an <laughs> r and ends with an s right <laughs> yeah, yes <laughs> <laughs> well yeah congratulations tiktok it's about time you guys get your first billion um i don't use tiktok because i don't believe in its um uh, its content but still it, if it works it works from a business perspective our business is working hard to get into it and trying to serve our clients who are also wanting to get into it as well so yeah kudos to you guys congratulations tiktok mm-hmm. um any tiktok users please convince on to join tiktok please thank you i do have a i do have a tiktok account and i posted a few stuff in but okay that's good that's good it's a it's a start it's a start you know it's a start but i can't <laughs> consume i can't consume tiktok content i don't know it's just it sucks a lot of iq from me and it's not the kind of joke that i like so yeah it's not just maybe i'm getting old in any case linkedin plans paid events it's working on a new monetization method with paid events which is a sensible idea for a social platform for professionals LinkedIn also predicts that the post-COVID hybrid working environment will further increase demand for virtual events. Okay, LinkedIn is working for on virtual events. Uh, yeah, makes sense, right? I mean, you have webinars, you have conferences, you have everything, and LinkedIn wants to host a place to do get all these things done, kind of like Eventbrite, and they take a cut from it. Yeah, evolutionary, not mind blowing, makes sense. I, I love how LinkedIn has been progressing with different different developments, and this is coming up. I. I... Wow, this is coming up phenomenal. To be honest, I know. I know. It's finally, you know, you get to see virtual events in LinkedIn itself. This is going to be fun. This you buy tickets, and LinkedIn gets a little bit of cut, you know, uh, in exchange for for services to manage all these things, payment and whatever it is. And yeah, it all makes sense. Kudos to you, LinkedIn. Like, good job. Exactly, good job. So the whole thing can work. Can happen within LinkedIn round. Yeah, right. You have. Um, all your target audience within LinkedIn, you can run ads for the events, right? All you right. can collect, you can sell tickets for the events. You can uh, do all that, do all that, all hosting, and you can run the, the entire um, uh, event itself within LinkedIn as well. So everything is in LinkedIn. It okay. is the yeah major. I think, I think slowly spot. a lot of there might be a lot of companies whereby who do who does webinars, uh, which I noticed they do webinars mainly on Facebook. I think probably they might be shifting over to LinkedIn because looking at all these new updates that's coming up. So kudos mm-hmm. to you, LinkedIn. Um, good job, like really good job. All right. Um, with that, Social Media Weekly podcast is available on Anchor FM, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, and more. Our full videos are available on YouTube and we post bits and clips on Instagram and Facebook. If you like Social Media Weekly, it would really help if you could rate and review it on a podcast feeder of your choice and on YouTube so more can discover it. Social Media Weekly is on the lookout for regular co-hosts to help bring us more depth to the show. If you're interested, simply drop me an email at sean, that's S-H-A-W-N, at virtualpeddlers.com. This is Social Media Weekly, episode 29, September 2021. My name is Sean. And I'm Jay, and we bid you an adieu. See you next week. Bye.